Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Talking to me? Welcome to yet another episode of Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones podcast. My name's Ben Vanell. I'm one of the hosts. And baby, there's another host. And he's... The other host happens to be a baby. <laughs> My name's Adam Knox, the smartest baby in the world. You're, the, you're a real boss. I'm too. I'm not the I'm middle management baby. <laughs> boss baby. He's not smarter than me. But my attitude has held me back. Yeah, yeah. He's more of a psychopath, the boss. Yeah. Yeah. He's a psychopathic baby, which yeah. all babies are, until two or something. Right, they don't feel empathy or it, something. Yeah, it takes yeah. that long for them to develop the idea of them not being the centre of the world. Mm. So because I'm a smart baby, it's actually wrecked my life. <laughs> hey, I think there's a lot of babies out there, thanks to the uh, prevalence of social media. Everyone seems to think they're the centre of the world. Yeah, man. Uh, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> See, smart baby. He's that's real middle management stuff right there. Can you uh just stay back? No, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're here to talk about Game of Thrones. We're uh, getting towards the end of season five, yeah. which means we're getting towards the end of the whole show. Like we really are getting to the pointy end here. We're really zipping through the the dip as well. Yeah, and it's not as dippy as I remember. There's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think because of the way we're watching it, probably, um, I'm able to just like appreciate the great bits because there still are really, really good bits. Yeah. And I think you, even at the time, were probably more invested or engaged than I was. Definitely. It was really only the Sparrow stuff mm. that's going on at the moment that the kind of takes a while. Yes. But it's even that's ramping up a lot quicker than I thought. Um, but yeah, this uh, this week we're talking about the gift... And Hard Home, which, yeah, we'll talk about obviously later, but uh, that is also different, way different to how I remembered yeah. it. Yeah. The Gift, also the name of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Oh. The, what was originally meant to be the final episode, mm. the end of season five. Was that the mum one? No. Uh, that's the body. Yes. Uh, El the- McPherson. <laughs> <laughs> but, what uh, happened to El McPherson? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I want my <laughs> fucking management. That's more um, of that's a rhetorical. That's one for the listeners, maybe. Uh, she tried acting for a while. She was yeah. in an episode of Friends. Yeah, that's right. She was in an Australian movie. I would imagine she has like either a magazine or a uh, beauty products line. <laughs> Didn't she have a magazine called Elle? Is that her? I think that might be her magazine. Really? Yeah. I thought she ran the magazine McPherson. (laughs) Is Elle Elle McPherson? I'm going to look that up while we're talking about this episode. (laughs) All right. The episode, The Body. I'm trying to figure out how to formulate that search term. (laughs) Elle McPherson. Yes, you've started strong. Magazine. I reckon that's all you need. Question mark? <laughs> oh, okay. Elle McPherson magazine. But this will be her on the cover of other magazines. Potentially. Elle McPherson. 
whoa, she's real good looking. Yeah, man. <laughs> Al McPherson. She wasn't just a magazine editor. <laughs> magazine owner? Mm-hmm. Owner. I think it's just a different L. That's that's quite possible. Al McPherson met French fashion photographer Giles Bensimon mm-hmm. in 1984 in a photo Gilles session. In a photo session for L magazine. Okay, so it clearly yeah. existed before that. But she did marry the guy <laughs> who was photogra- photographing for them. Right, okay. Photographing. <laughs> I wonder what attracted her to him. Maybe it was her mm. own name. Well, not heaps, because they divorced three years later. Oh. But then began a relationship with London-based French financier, Arpad Busson, in Ooh. 1996. Wow. This is all good stuff from Game of Thrones. So that's what happened to Elle McPherson <laughs> right. before the turn of the century. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she probably just made millions and millions of dollars as a model and retired happily. Or is still modelling. How much do you keep up with the modelling world? Oh, pretty closely. <laughs> you should see my search terms. <laughs> no, that's okay. Cool. Good for you, Elle. Um, but let's talk about the gift. Yeah. Uh, episode seven of season five, mm-hmm. and Maester Raymond, who's been he's been he's been on his way out for a while. Yeah, he's an old man. Yep, he's really heading home. I'm surprised by how few people are around him too. It's Sam and Gilly. Yes, looking after him in his last moments. He's talking about Egg, yep. his brother Egg, and talking about in the sense that he thinks he's talking to him. He's coming in and out of it at first, yeah, yeah and then he he really is. Taken back to his youth with yep. Egg. Yep. And it's, yeah, I, I thought he was quite well liked there. Mm. I suppose not, though. Well, because soon after he dies, it's, it's Alistair goes up to Sam and is like, you got pretty fucking few friends yeah. left now, buddy, don't All you? your friends are fucking off on you. Because John's not there, and John would have been there, you know, with Amon. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I guess he was more in that camp. But yeah, pretty rude fucking thing to say at someone's while their body is burning in mm. front of you. Mm. As happened in the Buffy episode, The Body. <laughs> yes. They immediately set Joyce Summers on fire. Mm. Buffy is a show I could also do a podcast about. Absolutely. I, and Angel. I watched both of them. They were great. Yeah. Um, I always wanted them to do a third one about Giles when he was young called oh. Ripper. <laughs> because he was called Ripper. Yeah. And he apparently had like a fucked up youth. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah, he goes to watch a school and it becomes a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could have done that. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Joss Whedon. Not great. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he's definitely a lot like Elle McPherson. Very much of the 90s. Yes. A real 90s personality. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's dead. He's old age. Off he goes. <laughs> Last yep. thing he said, I dreamed I was old. Yeah. I thought that was a great line. Yeah. Very effective. Real sad. And yeah. for as many people who died before their time on this show, seeing someone die of old age, like, he did it. Yep. Well done to him. Yep. He had a very interesting and long life. Yeah. So, uh, yep, he's out and Sam is losing his friends. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, Gilly and, and, and Sam, who are looking after him, I guess because Sam's the maester there. Or like the the maester to be, he's yeah. clearly in line for becoming yep. what uh, Eamon was. Later on, there <sighs> milling about in a or like room. Gilly's in a storeroom on her own, maybe at first, mm. and then Sam comes in later. But a couple of nights watch ruffians, yeah, come in and they're giving a shit, going like, "Hey, Gilly, your, your hog ain't around to look after you now, is he?" Mm. And they get to trying to fucking rape her. Yep. Yep. And Sam stands up or comes in. 
He wasn't just lying down on the ground. <laughs> he wasn't sitting on the ground outside of the conflict. Uh, I'm not going to do anything about this yet, but if mm. they say, well, I'm, all right, I'm getting up. Standing up. And, uh, you know, he stands up to them. Yeah. Fight breaks out. He loses immediately. Of course he does, though. He's not a fighter. He's not a fighter. He gets punched in the face a bunch. But to his credit, he stands up again. He's like, nah, we're doing this. I've Mm. killed a fucking White Walker. Yes. I've killed someone else, a Fen. Yes. I don't remember him killing a Fen. Crossbowed one in the head during the fight. Ah. Yeah. And he's like, I will kill you motherfuckers as well if I have to. Mm. Good for you, Sam. Totally. He was going to die trying. Yeah. And luckily, (laughs) (laughs) Ghost shows up. Deus Ex uh, Wolf. Deus Ex... um, yeah, there's got to be something there, right? Yeah. What's the, like, what's equine but for wolf? Lupine. They No, that doesn't Gr- work. Grayus X? Because <laughs> a wolf is greyish? Grayus, they, well, uh... Oh! <laughs> wolf from the machine, who cares? Sure, yeah. That's really annoyed me that mm. there wasn't... A, there must be some... If you've got a pun for that... Deus Ex making them run away? Hey! <laughs> that's, de- the, that's the best... Deus Ex do- making them be crazy over here! <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they right, run off. R- right in with a pun. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she is helped out by the wolf and Sam. Mm. Sam, not helped out at all. <laughs> really fucked up in the face. Yeah. So uh, Gilly's tending to him afterwards, kind of... Wiping off bits of uh, blood. Blood. <laughs> She's like, "Does it? Does it hurt?" And he's like, "No." Which he doesn't wince either. I was like, "No." He's acting tough, but he's not. But I'd he's been he's been tough. I poured a bunch of listerine on my toe last night. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I fucked up my toe, and uh, that, the nail's definitely going to come it off. It was while you were standing up. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> But luckily, a, a wolf ran right under me, and anyway, whatever. Yeah, real Deus Ex. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked up my toe, and I didn't have any stuff because I've just moved into a new place to put on it. So, Listerine, antibacterial. Yep. Thought, this will clean the wound. Anyway, it's got fucking alcohol in it. I, I've got one for this. Deus Ex MacGyver. Hey! <laughs> that is me. Yes. I'm MacGyver. <laughs> a real dumbass who hurt his own toe more. <laughs> Yeah, if MacGyver was just tripping over all the time. But so, uh, yeah, Gilly Gilly and Sam end up... uh, Consummating their relationship. Yes. Mm. It's been a long time coming, and Sam, I'm sure, is a much shorter time. (laughs) But good for them there. I wonder if he'll feel bad about breaking his oath, but I think he's way off the Night's Watch at this point. Totally, totally. Like, he has seen some shit from all of those guys recently and over time. Mm, mm. So, fuck them. It really does feel like, I don't know... Even just as a viewer to this point, the whole Night's Watch thing is getting real muddied because it's like, oh, now the thing that you always were worried you'd have to defend against is happening. The world's completely changing. Mm. Maybe some of those things are getting a bit uh, a bit more uh, lax because the focus is now not so much like you're a bunch of fucked guys coming here to serve you know, your, your time for your crimes. It's yeah. like, no, no, you're like fighting against uh, White Walkers. And now that they've had these battles and these big things, more activity there than there's been in years, Yeah, whatever inbuilt political system is there is falling apart and they're all realising it and starting to fucking, mm. you know, eat each other. Yes. So, yeah, they have a nice, uh, a nice little roll around together. Maybe yes. not a roll around. Just to lie down and yeah. <laughs> you do most of the work, Gilly. <laughs> I know how it goes, brother. Hey, don't worry about it, pal. I've, I've hurt my toe. I reckon I'm out of action for a while. <laughs> That's a lie. I reckon it'll make me more creative. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I'm gonna set up a hammock. I was gonna say, yeah, get a sex swing. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, very upset. <laughs> Get a sex swing. Get a sex swing. Uh, no, I don't need one. The uh, <laughs> yeah, that that that's all that really yeah. happens up there. But yep. you know, good for them. Sure, it's uh, the least I've disliked Sam for a while. Yeah, I I was frustrated with him losing the fight. Stupidly, it's like, well, you're right. He's not a fighter. He was never going to win. But yeah. I was like, come on, man! Like, at least win this. He was trying. At least yes. he was doing what he. I mean, yeah. He yeah. could have. He would have started swinging with that sword. The flaws there lie with me, not with Sam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, exactly, he's starting to become not the the scared boy that he was, but a very scared man. <laughs> yes, yes, and good for him. Yeah, uh, over in Winterfell, mm. more fucking awful shit being done to women. Yep, Sansa's lying there in bed, covered in bruises. Yep, and uh, she basically she basically tells Theon. Hey, I'm, I'm. This is fucked. You've had some part in this. You killed my family. I want to get out of here. Stop running away and saying you're not Theon. Yeah. Face up to it and do this thing for me. Help she's me still, out, you son of a bitch. I got this candle. We talked about the candle last last week. Yeah. About her basically probably wanting to do it immediately. She does it the next episode. Yeah. So um, she is locked in that room. Ramsay's locked her up, which yep. like of course that fucker has. Yeah. Take the candle up to the thing. Light it, and someone will come to rescue me. Do it, Theon. You owe me something. Yeah. So we get this long sequence of Theon walking with the candle, looking at the thing mm-hmm. at the tower, walking up some stairs, and into Ramsay's office. Yeah. I don't know what Ramsay's doing <laughs> in his office. What that would like drawing yeah, doing torture the devices and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Theon or Reek immediately mm-hmm. tells on her. Yes. Immediately betrays Sansa. Predictably as well. Yeah. I mean, she couldn't have known how fucked he is. No, that's true. Yeah, she hasn't seen... She still... She calls him Theon. She doesn't really understand the, the extent of it. But yeah. yeah, he betrays her. And uh, the old woman who, is, uh, who lived in a shoe is no longer living at all. Mm. And doesn't have any skin. She's been flayed. <laughs> She's been flayed. And uh, flayed there's, also, there's, a, there's a flaying in Buffy. Is there? Willow, when she's evil, flays Jonathan? No, that's not his name. Xander? One of the nerds. There's oh, a nerd it might be Jonathan. Flays. There's two nerds. One of them is called There's Jonathan. There's the third nerd, though, the worst nerd. <laughs> the the guy who ends up accidentally killing Tara. Oh, yeah. Anyway, she flays him. Uh, <laughs> I like at, before we started recording. I'm like, all right, we got to be quick. We got to cover two episodes, and it's yeah. getting late. Yeah, talked about Buffy for twenty fucking minutes, and El McPherson for another twenty five. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Theon's being a little douche, and and Sansa is already at her wits' end. She's like, get me the fuck out of here, and this is a real blow. This yeah. is a real uh, a real setback. So some more stuff goes on over here. I think this is all in this episode. That like at some point she confronts Theon and she's like, you killed my fucking brothers. I got no family because of you. How could you do this to me as well? Mm. And he's like, eventually she gets out of him. Oh, no, it was just two farm kids. Yep. They're still around somewhere. Yep. So Sansa knows that Bran and Rickon are still alive. Yes. Which is good. The first good fucking news she's had in a very long time. Yes. Um, also, she starts, like, the first time Theon comes into her room, she's cowering, wearing, like, the nightgown or whatever, covered mm. in bruises. She's, you know, being 
she's in this situation where she is the victim of Ramsey being fucking awful to her. Yeah. Next time he comes in, she's got this big dress on. Mm-hmm. She's sitting there and she's like, I'm ready to fucking rock and roll here. Yeah. I'm a 45-year-old dad. And I said, <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll. And here we go. So then she starts being like her and Ramsey walking around before he's shown her that body. Yeah. She's like, so- your, your dad's wife's pregnant. That kid, oh boy, that kid's definitely going to be above you on the peck in the pecking order, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And Ramsey's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 because actually, uh, I've been legitimized by uh, the 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 king. I think you'll find that daddy loves me. <laughs> then uh, she's like, the king's a bastard too. So, uh, no, you, yeah, actually. So she's at least. Standing up for herself. She's realizing, like, okay, no one's coming to fucking help here. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna do some shit about this. Yep. Woman's dead, uh, flayed, and then, uh, yeah, there's like a shot of Brienne standing in the snow watching the tower. Yeah. Just go in and help Brienne. Yeah. Like, why not just fucking go for it? Yeah. Just do a rescue mission. Assume that the situation you know is bad is terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Stannis is also hovering around Winterfell somewhere. Yes. His fucking army has fallen apart. 500 men have fucked off in the night. Well, also in uh, the scenes with Ramsay, he has said like, hey, it's a really good thing. Like, we were going to win anyway, but it's really good that this huge snowstorm has hit because mm. that's going to fuck Stannis up. That's right, because he's talking to his dad. And yes. He, and he's like, hey, uh, don't worry about sitting here and waiting out the siege and everything. We need to show the North that we're cruel and awful <laughs> give me 20 good men yeah so um yeah that's either this episode or the next one but at some point that does take place but stannis is yeah waiting outside of winterfell mm. uh they're in the tent uh they're in the tent thingo's walking through there davos, davos is, <laughs> is looking around the camp and he's like with that 40 horses died yeah. overnight yeah. that's so many fucking horses <laughs> it's crazy what's going on here stannis we need to fuck off yeah we can't survive this we can't live here we have to go back to castle black and stannis correctly is like if we go to castle black that's where we're spending the winter who knows how long this fucking winter is going to be it could be years yeah we are going to march on them and win or march on them and die yes i have flipped <laughs> <laughs> he's i mean you know he's been put in, I think, the position where, for him, they are the only options. This is it. Like, da- da- Davos is c- completely uh, reasonable yeah. in what he's saying. It's like, the right time to attack is when we're going to win, which is not now. Yeah. We can't be sure of it. We can be sure that we'll survive if we retreat and build up our forces again. But and but Stannis also correctly is like my claim to the throne is weakening every day. People will forget about me after yeah. the winter. Like I need to do it now, or it's not going to happen. Yep. Uh, Melisandre's in his ear as well, being like, "Hey, you're the king. You got to do it. They're coming down. All the White Walkers. You got to be ready, or else everyone's dead." Yeah, you're the one. You're the only one in the prophecies. You are the one who beats the White Walkers. You're the only one who can do it. So then she's like, "You know what? It'd help. You know how powerful King's blood is." You got a daughter, right? Mm. There's some blood in her mm. for now, and so he's she like, he, and he's like, "What the fuck are you saying?" Yeah, she's like, like, he's very resistant. He, she is my fucking daughter. Get out of here. Use some leeches, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "No, no, no, no. leeches won't work this time." Yeah, maybe because she's a smaller person. I don't know. So yeah, Stannis like starts off. Hand on the small of the back mm. with uh, Melisandre, and then he's like, "No, get out of here, <laughs> my daughter." And yeah, so Melisandre is. 
a cold hard bitch, as my friend Jet would say. <laughs> yes, as your forty-five-year-old dad friend would say. <laughs> uh, over in Dawn, Marcella's <laughs> um, there. She's visiting with Jamie. Yes. Uh, someone brings her in. And is like, is that proof enough that she's okay? Jamie Lannister mm. walks away. And they have, like, a weird conversation. She's like, no, I want to fucking stay here. Yeah, I love Tristane Martell or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, yeah. Mum sent me here. I didn't want to go, but now I'm here. I've been I'm- here for years, she says, which yeah. is like, oh, okay, I'm, I have no idea what the timeline of this show is. I guess, it, like, if you're that young as well, two years is years. Sure, sure. Um, and if you're any age, <laughs> correct. Technically, yes. Two years is yes. a pair of years. Mm-hmm. But she's like, hey, I, I love it here. This is my home now. I know this place. You come to get me, you don't even fucking know me. Mm. And she's got a hell of a point. Yep. But, uh, and also she thinks that's her uncle. So why would she give a shit if her uncle's here? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uncle. (laughs) You're being that weird uncle again. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, also in Dawn, there's there's some cells where the sand snakes and Bron are locked up in separate cells. Yeah. And this lame-ass scene happens. (laughs) It is lame, isn't it? It's really lame. (laughs) It's super lame. Like, I don't really get... They just don't have any characters. Yeah. All the all the, the sand snakes don't have... Like, there's one that rolls their eyes a bit, and I'm like, okay, Both of cool. them rolled their eyes. Yeah, that's There's true. so many shots when, like, so the the short hair one is, like, fucking with Bron, being yeah. like, hey, look, you ever seen boobs like these? Mm. Well, you've never seen a boob like these! <laughs> and but there's, like, five shots of both of the other ones rolling their eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird, and she's like, hey... Do you like boobs? Because I got him, and he's like, "Hubba hubba, do I?" Mm. Gets his blood starting to go. Yep. She's like, "And I poisoned you. Mm-hmm. Here's the antidote." Okay, see you later. Yeah. Like nothing happens. No. That's why they called this episode "The Body," because <laughs> because of that scene. Yeah. It, yeah. It really is just like, uh, and he also he finishes singing the Dornish girl song. Dornishman, oh yeah, Dornishman's wife. Yes. Um, he's a good singer too. He is a good singer. He's got I a nice voice. That. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's just a boring scene to chuck a couple more nipples into the show. And, yeah. hey, everyone, everyone's got nipples. Unless. So I can relate. <laughs> been some kind of accident. Yeah. Everyone, maybe a birth thing. Sure. But, uh, but everyone else has got nipples. I reckon more than 99% of people would have nipples. I would. I'd agree. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> How many nipples? It says two. It says ah, yeah, two okay. here. Wow. Okay, we overestimated. <laughs> uh, Imirine, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Daenerys and Dario Naharis have been fucking. <laughs> yep. And uh, they're just having a little bit of pillow talk about politics. So, what do they even talk about here? I kind of lost track. They're talking about the marriage because she's getting married to his da, uh, and Dario's like. No, I just marry me because I'm like a badass dude and I go around killing people. And she's like, well, it's politics, you know? i got to be political. That's right. He's like, how long until he's sharing your bed? Mm. She's like, never. It's political marriage. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, but I'm still jealous. Yeah, I'm a real hothead. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Han Solo. <laughs> but, but I'm boring and I don't have the handsomeness of prime Harrison Ford. Yeah, so like the Solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the, and she is, uh, I, I can't even remember what happens in this scene. They talk to each other about more shit. 
Yeah. And um, it's... I think that's it. It's a very short scene. Yeah, the most, I guess so. The most of the action uh, over in Marine is the slave stuff. Ah, uh, the fighting pits. Yeah, yeah. Because Thingo... Um, the slavers who caught Jorah and Tyrion find a guy who's buying fighters. Yeah. And... That's right. They're all like, well, Jorah, you know, he's great. He's- and they, they pump it up even more. They're yeah. like, he did everything that you've ever heard of that happened in Westeros. Mm. And the guy buys him for 20 bits of gold. Something like that, yeah. And then Tyrion seeing uh, Jorah walk away realizes like, oh, I'm fucked if he goes. Yep. So he's like, hey, we're a set. No, two for one deal. Come yeah. on. We're a famous duo. It's us. We're bo- I'm, I'm a fighter too. Mm. And everyone laughs. And then he's like, okay. And beats the shit out of the dude who's holding his chain. Yeah. Like, all right. That was convincing, Tyrion. Well done. And funny. <laughs> They're like, yeah. oh, all right, funny man. Okay. That is a funny punch. <laughs> That's a good act. All that right. was a really funny pull back the hair of the man <laughs> to punch him yeah. and reveal. Mm. But uh, so, yeah, they go off as a set to the fighting pits of Marine mm. where Daenerys happens to be at one of the lower level fighting pits. Yeah. Because his dad is like, it's a tradition. The ruler shows up to one of the lesser ones to show like, hey, I'm into this. Mm. So she happens to be there where Jorah and Tyrion are. They're not fighting at the time. No, they're like down in the cells and she is starting to be like, I hate this. (laughs) Like, I'm going to allow this for political reasons, but I hate this. This is disgusting. I don't want to watch. Yeah. And so she goes to leave and his is like, no, 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 no. It would be rude to leave. You got to stay. Yeah. And Jorah overhears them yelling like, fight for your queen or Mm. something like that. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, she's out there. Busts out. Yep. Runs outside. Helmet on, gladiator style. The movie, gladiator style. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Goes out there. I am... my name is Maximus Meridius. Job. Hey, let me be with you, please, Queenus. <laughs> Are you not sort of weirded out? <laughs> and so, yeah, he kills everybody and he's like, I'm back. Yeah. Hey, oh, I was just in the, um, I was in the neighborhood and <laughs> figured I'd, oh, do you live around here now? That's weird. Huh. I actually started working here. Yeah, I could carry your bags home for you if you want me to. Right. Yeah, it makes sense that I'd be here, Carlisle. No, don't go. <laughs> and she's she- like, sees him, take him away. She's yeah. still furious with him. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, I brought you a gift. And Tyrion comes out. He's gotten his way out too. Some big axe guy chops his chains <laughs> yep. as though they'd ever had any interaction before. It's like a little scene from an action movie that would have had some context. Like the 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 hero and the axe guy had a disagreement before, but the axe guy's like, hey, I get it. It's bigger than me. Get out there. Yeah, buddy. I respect you. I dislike you, but I respect you. But none of that's happened, so no. it just <laughs> takes place for no reason. Yep. Tyrion goes out, and she's like, who the fuck's this? And he's like, I'm Tyrion Lannister, motherfucker. I'm the present. I'm the gift. Yeah, it's me. And she's like, okay, well, (laughs) why don't I just kill you? You're a Lannister. I hate (laughs) those motherfuckers. Yeah. They try to kill me. He's like, ah, I hate them more. Mm. Killed my mom. Killed my dad. I'm the best Lannister killer in the world. She's like, so you killed everyone. That's not really helping your case. Oh, so I should let you in here because you've betrayed the people close to you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) But uh, she does end up taking him in. Uh, I can't remember what he really says to make her believe in him. He's just, I think it's he's just like, hey, you could kill me and you could kill me tomorrow or the next day if you want to, but just listen to me for a bit. Yeah, so she's like, okay, you're both coming with me, I guess, to my pyramid bit. Yes. Uh, 
so at the pyramid bit, they Tyrion is like, okay, I could be an advisor. And she's like, okay, advise me. The fuck should I do with this motherfucker? Mm. Points over at Jorah, and he's like, ah, that's that's funny. It's funny how we have uh, our in jokes with each other, where you call me a piece of shit who betrayed you. <laughs> that's um, we're always we're always like this. <laughs> and then Tyrion is like, well, he betrayed you, so you can't let him stay here. Mm-hmm. But if you kill those who believe in you, no one's gonna fucking believe in you. Yes. So kick him out. Just kick him out. Good thinking. He's a good advisor. He is. He's smart. That was genuinely intelligent. And I was like, oh, that's okay. I'm convinced. And he makes the point of like, I was a good king's hand or hand to the king Mm. when the king was a fuckhead. So if I had someone who was decent, imagine how good I'd be at helping you. Yeah. So. Which he is saying um, convincingly. But it's like we haven't really got the, the sense up until this point that Tyrion has been thinking about that. You know, like, yeah. he says, like, you've done this, you've done that, you've come from nothing, now you're here, <laughs> you start at the bottom, yeah, and so on. And I don't think that I, I... It doesn't seem like he's, like, this... This has been his plan. It seems like he's thinking on his feet, but it yeah. also seems like he's kind of convincing himself of that. Yeah, I, I agree with because that. Because it doesn't seem disingenuous. No, and he's still in, like, survival mode. Mm. But I think... How quickly she starts to trust him and treat him like a fucking person, yeah. which he doesn't get heaps. Yeah. He gets treated like a tool or like a fucking embarrassment. Yep. Or just his name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So her just being like, okay, I'm talking to you. I think he does over the course of these couple of episodes start to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. She's yeah. all right. And I do think she must have like a thing where people see, like she must have some sort of charisma where- People are following her for a reason. Yeah. And he's seeing that as well, maybe. I think some of this takes place in the next episode, but who cares? We're, we're going through it now. Yeah. Because uh, also, the um, they have like a glass of wine together mm-hmm. later on, and they're, they're talking. She's like, okay, but for real, like, yeah. this is fucking crazy. You're a Lannister. <laughs> Why the fuck should I let you anywhere near me? He's like, hey, I absolutely want... To not be a Lannister, yeah. I don't. I, I trust Varys, mm. and, and I, then she's like, "Hey, he was behind all the assassination attempts and stuff." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah, but whatever." He was trying to survive. Mm. It's fucked over in Westeros. He he's all right deep down. If he met you, he'd probably like you. <laughs> totally. He's yeah. He, I think he's on his way actually. Mm. Uh, and I trust Jamie. She's like, well, your brother, the, the shithead line so He's like, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. everyone sucks over there. And you need me because you don't know jack shit about Westeros. Mm. You've grown up here forever, basically. Yeah. If you go back over there just expecting your army to win you it. And he goes through she, all the houses. Because she's like, well, I'm going to go over there. And the people who are going to side with me are the common people like they have here. And he's like... Man, the the people over there are not like the people here. It's completely different. And how well did just having the common people here work out for you? Mm. You've opened the slave pits again, I see. <laughs> yeah. So you, you like you could have maybe the um, Tyrells mm. would be on your side, maybe. Mm. But everyone else is like the Starks are gone. Yeah. The Dornish people don't give a fuck what happens anywhere else. Everyone else hates you. Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> you need me to go over there and weave in and out of all the political shit. We're going to be a good team. Mm. She's like, why'd you kill your dad? <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, 
It's a big story and I'm going to need a bit more wine. I'm yeah. going to tell you that. Yeah. And they seem to be genuinely getting along. Yes. I think that's like that's just part of it. It's like they seem to get along as people. They're both smart and savvy. They're both relatively good people. Yep. And that type of person is pretty uncommon. Yeah. In this world. <laughs> or theirs. Oh, I see what you've done. <laughs> I'm a clever baby. Mm. But they, I, they both have a lot of similarities. Like they were the person in their family which is like a hugely privileged like powerful rich family and they were the person in their family who got treated like shit yeah yeah totally because Viserys treated her yeah in probably worse than Tyrion's dad treated him or at least along the same lines yeah yeah so oh yeah Tyrion also says when they're talking about Jorah like I'm pretty sure he's in love with you yes he I th- says that in front of everyone yeah Jorah's like <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I no, <laughs> I uh, I love her. I'm, I'm not. I'm sweating, but it's hot gross. in here. It's she's not- like a sister to me. <laughs> I, that, I, I lie. That's uh, gross. And she kind of smirks, and she's like, "Yeah, I, I, I knew that all Dude, along." Come are you on, kidding? Is is he doesn't wear armor on his pants? <laughs> I, I know. When he walks into a tent, he. He parts the, the curtains with yeah, his, <laughs> not with his hand. Like I'm not saying he's a swordsman. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying. I, I know he's a swordsman, but this is ridiculous. Yes, yes. is how you'd it say is it is ridiculous in the old-fashioned way. Yes, they start talking about the wheel of mm. like when I go over there, I don't want to do all this family shit that you're talking about. This person's on top, then this person, then this person. Yeah, I got enough of that with Dario. Hey, I don't want to fucking be part of the wheel. I want to break the wheel. You want to break the wheel? The wheel of time. Mm, great series of yeah. books. <laughs> Have they tried to make that into a show yet? I don't think so. I feel like I read something of like Netflix is talking to them, but I, I, I think it maybe fell apart. Yeah. I've never read them. I read the first part of the first one and I was like, yeah, nah. Yep. That weren't Rand. My, weren't my bag. I'm not going to read the name Rand again and again and be like, this is fine. As, if there's not a Y on the end, then yeah. I'm not interested. What do you mean your name's Rand? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a regular name, but with one letter changed. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it doesn't sound like it. Anyway, Tommen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jorah gets banished again. Yep. He fucks off outside. He looks at his wrist again, and he's like, oh, boy, I'm dying over here. Yeah. He goes back to the slaver, yeah, and he's right. like, I want to fight some more. I want I won that last one, so I get to be in the grand tournament. That thing that I did already mm. of showing up in a fight in front of Daenerys, and then she was, like, real annoyed by it. Yep. Maybe if I try it again. Mm. Yeah. No, Jorah. Yeah, if I um, win her a heart, she can't yeah. refuse it. I'll do these acts of uh, of love, and she'll have to love me back. She just doesn't understand how much I love her. Mm. I'm the only one. You creep, Jorah. You don't deserve her love. You got grayscale, mate. <laughs> Go off to the crazy town yeah. and live with your grayscale. <laughs> yeah, become one of the stone men. Tell you what, mate, you're, you're bloody stonewall in her and Dario's shit relationship. <laughs> There's got to be someone else for it, but it ain't you, mate. Nah, it's not you. <coughs> so that's Marine for the two episodes covered, I believe. Pretty much, yeah. Um, where else can we travel? Let's go back to King's Landing, because... Uh, okay. <laughs> Olena has a little chat with the High Sparrow. Remember oh, that? yeah. She like she's basically doing what Cersei has tried to do before of like you are full of shit, all right? Mm. 
Like, you're out for yourself, you're a manipulator, you, I see right through you. And he's like, oh, someone's, it must be sad to be so suspicious of everyone all the time. Yeah. And she's right, definitely. Yeah. Look at this dude. Yeah. And he just realises, I think, that he can't manipulate her like he can with Cersei. Sure, he's just got to be like, no, I'm keeping up my uh, my facade. Please. Look, I'm not wearing any shoes. <laughs> yes. Would a crazy guy not wear shoes? Mm. I just tapped my head on a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they have, like, she's fucking way less... She's angry. She's, she's angry. She is. That's the thing. Like, she's calling him out. Straight up, she's there's no you know there's yeah. no pretense. She's just going, you put my son in jail, you put my daughter in jail. Yeah, you don't you- believe in all of this fuckhead. There's so much other shit going on. If you believed in this, everyone would be in here. Yes, um, and he's like, you're you suck. You're privileged. You've had a very sheltered life. You've lived your life with one eye. One eye is blind because of how you've lived. Mm. And there's a lot of people who aren't privileged, and when they realize that they can just fight back. Then you're fucked. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, is true and is what a lot of cult leaders, or a lot of religious leaders do to get their own way. And they're right to do it <laughs> because <laughs> that's the truth, baby. I mean, it is the truth. But, but you uh, need, uh, there's some other middle thing. I don't think we as a society have figured out what to, what to do yet. No. Yes, we have. Capitalism. It's the good one. <laughs> yeah. Ow. <laughs> I fucking whack myself with the with the microphone there if you heard a weird noise because mm. I was saying something silly. Yep. Cersei and Tommen are having a chat as yeah, well. Yeah, yes. Tommen's angry. My wife's in jail. What the fuck? I can't do anything. This is really annoying. Yeah. And Cersei's like, she's saying to him in, you know, her words are saying, Hey, sometimes stuff doesn't go your way. This is such a hard lesson to learn. Mm. But at some point, even if you're the king, even if you're the most powerful person in the world, you can't prevent bad things from happening. What she means is, hey, shut up. Yeah. I want her in jail. Yeah. Go away. It's not bad in my opinion. So As much as I say that I love you and you're my only son and everything's great, she doesn't love him. She no. loves him as an extension of her power or her as a person. Because and what she says to, to to sort of back over that point is like, yeah, sometimes bad things happen that you can't control, like my other children getting killed, mm. and it makes her argument seem legitimate or empathetic when it's really yeah, like purely selfish. She wants him wrapped around her finger. She wants absolute claws in everything. She wants his love, like on her conditions. Yeah. Which is uh, unhealthy. Very unhealthy. <laughs> I, I'm just going to... I think it's unhealthy. Dude, don't be so out there. <laughs> uh, Elena has another little chat with Littlefinger at his smashed up brothel. Mm. And uh, basically, they, they say, like, we schemed to kill the king together. Yeah. You're in this as well. Why the fuck are you here on Cersei's request? Why didn't you come and help me mm. earlier when all this shit was going down? If, if I end up dead, then someone's going to have a little... Little, uh, you know, last will and testament that's going to get open and say, Littlefinger did it all. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. So she's really there just to threaten him and say, like, hey, why didn't you help me? I know you're not a real ally in any way. Yeah. And he's real on the back foot with her. Yeah. He has nothing to say. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, Cersei goes to visit Marjorie. Yeah. So Marjorie's stuck in this cell, little crappy stone cell. Yep. Bundled up against the wall, Cersei comes in and is doing her usual thing with her of being like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Yeah. I brought you some food. It's my leftovers from the dinner I ate yeah. last night and my beautiful chair. Yeah. And 
Marjorie loses her cool with her. Yep. Flips out and says, get out of here, you hateful bitch. Yeah. Which I bet felt good to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cersei walks right out of that cell, so that probably felt less good. Yes. She uh, wanders off, has a little chat with the High Sparrow, you know, giving, a, giving him her bullshit still of like, thank you so much for bringing them the justice they deserve. This is awful, but we'll figure it out. Um, and then the High Sparrow starts telling her this stuff. Every time that something's going to go wrong, someone will tell you a seemingly unrelated story. Absolutely. <laughs> and he does this. He's like... There was a boy who came to us yeah. just some time ago. Do you know the story behind these walls? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. They, they didn't put their name on them, and it's a lot cleaner. Yeah. Solid. Solid stone. Yeah, they didn't... Uh, they didn't inflict their vanity upon yeah. <laughs> upon the people who are here now. None of them fucked their brother. What are you doing later? Nothing? Good. <laughs> so Cersei gets fucking thrown in a cell. He basically the other what I was saying is he reveals that Lancel came to them right, and yes. told them all of the incest stuff. Yeah. And was clearly fucked up about it himself. Of course he was. Yeah. And um now and they know that Cersei also did did some sins. And they grab her and they chuck her in a cell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's insane that she didn't see this coming. I guess she was so blinded by a fucking distaste towards Marjorie. Yeah. Hatred of Marjorie. Yeah. That, yeah, didn't didn't really pick up on the fact that you're in a... You went to the prison, dumbass. Yeah. You walked right in... You think you didn't know? Yeah. Every second fucking person on the street knows that Tommen's a bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows. We, and uh, like, I forgot that Lancel was the reason behind this. Obviously, I remembered, you know, right, what yeah. happened. But, I mean, it's, it's, pr- it's, it's done um, convincingly enough that you're like, oh, yeah, she probably had a blind spot yeah. about this, and it's really fucked her over. Well, because she didn't give a shit about Lancel. He came up and tried to talk to her yeah. at that one point where he's like, look, everything we did, I just, I really, I'm torn up about it. And she's like, shut up, dick. Yeah. Well, you should have <laughs> heard him out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she's in a cell now too. That uh, like big nurse ratchet lady <laughs> chucks yeah. her in there, yeah. and she's like, "Look at my face. Remember it. It's the last thing you're gonna see before you die." Mm. And she's like, "Yeah, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> you really uh, do sound like a villain, Cersei." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> and you're saying you're innocent. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think that's just another thing to add to the list. Like you're just digging your your hole deeper. So yeah, Cersei's uh. Stuck in that prison at the end of that episode. Mm. And that's that episode. That's that episode. Plus some of the next one. Yes. <laughs> um, good episode, I yeah. thought. Like, I liked it. I liked I liked that ending. It was really well done. I thought the way that the Sparrow delivered that stuff, like, yeah, it's a cliche. Like, you're right, and we've talked about it before, but I thought it was really well executed. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. It was. I think it was well written and... It was. It's obviously it's satisfying for Cersei to get uh, fucked over. Totally, Cersei not being the powerful one in the situation, or at least like fine. Yeah, like knowing because even if Cersei lost in quotes to somebody else, she still lost in her fucking high tower in King's Landing. Yeah, but yeah. Now she's in a grubby little hole mm-hmm. and good. <laughs> yes. But yeah, what? And so I don't think we see Tommen's reaction to this. I think that's the very last thing that happens in the episode. In yeah. the next episode either, though. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think we really know how Tommen feels about his mother now being in the prison, too. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. So, 
that'll be interesting to find out at some point. Mm. But in this next episode, all that marine stuff we already covered happens. Yes, hard home, we should say. Hard home is uh, a big one. It's one that I remember the name of. It, it's something that people talk about. And I remembered it being like a uh, Battler Blackwater Bay sort of whole episode, big big to do. Yeah. And it's not that. No. I I remembered when it started happening that it came out of nowhere. Right. It wasn't set up to be a big battle. The battle just sort of started to happen, which I think is why it was so impactful. Mm, okay, yeah. The time. But yes, it, it, it does sit, sit in a place in people's memories like those ones. Mm. Uh, but first, rather than it being an exciting battle the whole time, <laughs> we're in Bravos, oh. and Arya gets her first hitman job. Ah, uh, yes. So she's Lana the Oyster Girl. Yep. And uh, she's basic. There's there's this guy who the uh, faceless man guy. <laughs> yes. Calls him a gambler, yeah. but he's an insurance salesman. He is. He's selling them. He makes bets on whether their ship's going to sink or not. Yeah. But he's a crooked one because he sometimes doesn't pay out the families. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's requested for him to be murdered, mm-hmm. and uh, Arya's on the case. Yep, she started talking in the third person and stuff. Yep. She's being all creepy. From time to time, she's talking in the third person. She still says I sometimes. Yeah. Says I. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, sells this guy some oysters yep. on the, the recon mission. He asks for four oysters. She sells them to him. They never discuss the price. Mm, that's very. He just curious. gives her some coins, mm. and I don't know why, but that really bothered me. Do yeah. oysters just have a flat rate in Bravos? <laughs> Does everyone know the price of an oyster? Yeah, I mean, I don't is it know. just a situation where, like, I'll give you what I think they're worth, you get out of here? Mm. I don't, I don't know what that's it was about curious. that, but it really bothered me. No, no, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's do some more on that. Okay, <laughs> so. uh Oh, God. I'm looking at a, an Entertainment Weekly recap of this yep. to go through. At least Arya gets another costume change, in brackets. Two costume changes in one year. She's becoming a regular Lady Gaga. Yeah, I could have finished that sentence. <laughs> 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 I was about to. Oh, that's so annoying. Because, yeah, the previous episode and uh, and other times we've been using the HBO summary, which has been good, but has also left out stuff yeah. from time to time. So we're kind of using some combinations here. And yep. uh, you got to pay a price. <laughs> yes. So About um, four oysters. <laughs> how much is that? I don't know. So anyway, yeah, the, she's uh, starting to become a hitman, and the wife is still like, she sucks, fuck yeah. her. Yeah. And uh, Faceless Man is like- Jackin. Jackin' Hagar. Mm. Take off your pants and Jackin'. <laughs> He's still there. So yeah, that's all that happens over there. It's yep. pretty mercifully short. Yep. In King's Landing, yeah, Cersei's in the dungeon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's- uh, Nurse Ratchet comes in and like is- Torturing her with uh, some water. Yeah. Is that what happens? Well, she brings her water and she's slapping her for it. Oh, but Thingo comes first. Um, oh, Kyburn. Kyburn comes You're right, along. he does too. Yeah, and he's like, he tells her what she's in there for. The lists are fornication, treason, incest, and the murder of King Robert, which she did all of. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm innocent of all of which. And he's like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they both know. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, he, he's he's on her side. Like, he's totally. an evil guy, but he knows. <laughs> yeah, and I think he probably is like, yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Dude, I wish I had a brother so I could fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I think that maybe I'll make one out yeah. of this jar. Mm. 
I Frankenstein's brother. He was... seems like the sort of dude who would fill up one of his jars with like some kind of putty material. Oh, sure. And then fuck sure. that jar. That's medieval... how he started. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he he got down that path. But yeah, he mm. kind of comes in and he's like, isn't he like? You've got to like plead for mercy and you know like throw yourself on the mercy of the court. And she's like, "Fuck that! I deny everything. I'm not playing into this bullshit at all." Yeah. So uh, also, Nurse Ratchet comes in, is like torturing her by offering her water, just going like, "Confess." Mm. She's like, "I got nothing. Confessed it. Confess." I didn't do anything. Confess. I confess that you fucking suck. Yeah. Pours the water on the ground, leaves, and Cersei's like, "You, uh, you'll never get me." Yeah. But then, then she's sucking up that water yeah. off the floor. Real gross. Having some water, floor water. It's no good. But you got to drink. You have to drink, and she has to like stand by her principles of being an evil person. Yeah. Who won't give in? I guess. Um. So- so, this bit, I think, is the thing we talked about before, mm-hmm. where Santa finds out that Rickon and Bran are alive yes. in Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Um, Roose and Ramsay have that the tactics meeting. Sure. So, we've covered all of that. Yep. Yep. That all happens in Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, all coming to a head. Yep. I've never heard that term before. Does that mean... What does that mean? Well, I, I, we can talk about it off air. What is that? Some sort of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kyburn is a big fan. Okay, so we covered a lot of that last episode in the of this episode in the last thing because mm. after all that happens, we move to Hardhome. Oh, jeez, damn. All right. So, um, Hardhome is that uh, sort of camp north of the wall where all of the uh, free folk are waiting. Yep. To- it's, where, it's where John is going with uh, Torment. Yeah, and and a bunch of other Nights Watch guys and the other. Free folk are there mm. to try and get everyone south of the wall to make them this offer of like, look, you can farm this land. You just need to get out of here because the fucking um, zombies are coming. White walkers? Like, white walkers are coming. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the rest of this episode. Yeah. They they get off the boat and uh, are greeted by the Lord of Bones. Yes. He's back. Yes. He still looks like a fucking dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just talks to him like he's not a lunatic. Yeah. But uh, Tormund basically beats the Lord of Bones to death for doubting him. Yep. And everyone's like, ah, well, good point. Yeah, fair enough. It yeah, seems like the right, right move. Yep. So it's kind of an awkward thing of like, they all do seem to appreciate that John's there. Yeah. Tormund was right. Like, they don't immediately just kill John. Mm. They're like, okay, let's hear him out. And they have kind of a meeting. Yeah, big council. Yeah. Mm. So there's uh, Tormund and John. Um, John's friend is there. Mm-hmm. Guy, what's his name? It's not Gren, because Gren's dead. No, Gren's dead. Gren's dead, baby. Ed? Gren's dead. Is it Ed? It might be Ed. It might be Ed. I want to say Ed. Yeah. Ed. I got it. I did it. <laughs> I achieved my dream of saying Mr. Ed. Ed's there. There's uh, a Then guy. Yeah. There's- uh, A lady The guy? lady- <laughs> And there's a giant. There is a giant, yes. Uh, named One One. Okay. Later on, the giant they yell, "One One, come over here!" And he's like, "That's me. <laughs> My brother Two Two died. Oh. Three Three, never born. Mm. <laughs> four Four, he was born actually. Yeah. Five Five, still seven. alive. <laughs> six, six Six, six. Pick up sticks. Seven Seven uh, minutes in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, 
They're talking Tutu's about... Tutu's a ballet dancer. Whether or not they can go <laughs> south of the wall, whether they're okay with it. Yep. The Fen guy's like, when you get on those ships, they will cut your throats. This yep. is stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't blame him for thinking that. Sure. But everyone else is like, look, we don't really have an option here. Yeah. We got to get out of this fucking place. There are kids to think about, like... We should probably leave hard home. We need to be south of the wall. I don't trust these people, but I also don't trust zombies. Yes. So let's leave. Yeah. They kind of make the decision. They're starting to pack everyone onto the boats. It's taking a little while. The thin guy's just like walking around like, ah, I'm not happy at all. This is dumb. Yeah. John's shown them that they have the dragon glass, the mm. bag of dragon glass. It's a show them. of good faith. Just yeah. like, hey, this is the thing. Which Sam had given to him mm. before they left. Um, yeah, that's something we didn't talk about. John leaves in the last episode. To oh, was it the last? Okay. Or maybe in it- this episode. I thought it was the previous one. That's why I didn't bring it up. Yeah, right. Um, either way, John's gone. <laughs> John's John's <laughs> gone, baby. And uh, yeah, they're loading people onto the boats. The lady, what's her name? I don't know her name. I don't know her name either. I want to say Ed. <laughs> Let's call her Mrs. Ed. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Mr. Ed's walking around trying to help. Mrs. Ed yep. is, uh, put, puts her two kids onto the boat. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll be right behind you. Yep. And I'm sure she will be. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, they start to hear some fucking noise. Mm. Big thundery roar. Yeah, they look up to, there's like a big uh, overlooking sort of cliff thing. Yeah, which would, you would think would make this place safe and protected. Absolutely, yeah. Hard home. Yeah. Hard to get into this home. Mm. Unless you live here. <laughs> you don't have to be living here to work here. But it, but it helps, helps. If you're crazy. If you're crazy. Um, and yeah, then guy, he's mm. like, um, what the fuck is that shit? And it's a bunch of White Walkers coming over the ridge. They're, so they're not coming over the ridge yet. They're off in the distance. Uh, the, the, oh, yes. The snow is billowing up. Yeah, that's right. Off in the distance. And... Uh, yeah, they, they see something's up. People start running. There's heaps and heaps of people here. Yes. And and most of them, it seems like, get barred outside the doors. Yeah. Because he's just like, Shh, lock the gates! Straight away. And there's people who, some people that make it through, some don't. The noise of, you know, screaming and fighting happens and then it goes silent. Mm. And then, boom, they start attacking the thing. It's, yeah. And the White Walkers are here. Yep. And the rest of this episode is a fight scene. It's a big fight scene, big yeah. long fight scene. Um, basically, a, like the lady gets killed off in a pretty horrifying fashion. Where oh, the little kids, dead kids, grab her. Yeah. She kind of sees them and is like, loses her mind almost. She just freezes yeah. and they just come and get her. And it, that I thought that was really effective. Yeah, I've never seen a zombie kid in any zombie thing. Yeah, uh, I probably have, but I don't remember it. <laughs> there no. must be other things where it's there, but mm. it it's effective. Yep. Um, John. Ends up fighting one of the big guys, he the, does. the main dudes, yes, with the white beards. So there's a there's a few main dudes because mm. eventually they do like come over the ridge. There's four horsemen, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very uh, good image. I, like, there's a lot of cool stuff in this. Is sequence. that some sort of reference to something? I pr- no, I think just visually it was nice. There's a cowboy. Yeah, ca- four the, cowboys. The four cowboys of the Magnificent uh, Four. The Magnificent of, Four. Favorite, that's what it is. Favorite movie. Um, but there's, like, a weird kind of big guy in the middle with, like, a little tiara. Yeah. And he's just, like, looking around doing stuff. And then there's, like, a few guys with, like, beards and long hair that look similar. Yeah. And so one of the beard long hair guys is down in the fray. Mm-hmm. 
he fights the Then yep. guy, slashes his sword or his big axe with his cold sword, <laughs> shatters the sword, yep. uh, the axe, kills him. Yep. Uh, then John gets into a fight with him, is dodging, ends up. He's trying to get the dragon glass, doesn't get it. Mm. Ends up blocking the the cold guy's sword. Yes. And his sword. Yep. Well, my goodness, this one works against yeah. this one. This is the sword that uh, Gior Mormont gave him and changed yeah. the hilt to be a wolf. So it's made of Valyrian steel, mm. is why. Which is uh, huge. We thought the dragon glass was the only thing that would. Uh, have yeah. any effect? No, Valyrian steel can do it. Yeah, and we know from a couple of episodes ago that like the Valyrians were way ahead of their time, all that stuff. So. Yeah, and we also know from an earlier episode, I think the start of one of the seasons, maybe four, mm. they melt down. To- they melted down Ned's sword. Yes, into two other ones. Yes, Brienne has one because I think Jamie gave it to her. Yeah, and I don't remember who has the other. Well, Joffrey had it. It right. was Joffrey's sword. Okay, I so don't it's know where that is now. Somewhere, maybe right. Tommen's got it. Who knows? Could be. Um, but yeah, John John uh, blocks the, the 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 other guy's sword, kills him, shatters him into a bunch of ice, which is very cool. Slashes the absolute shit out of him. Ed's getting people onto the boats. They, Mrs. Ed's dead. They realise like we're fucked. We yeah. need to get out. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of zombies then do start coming over the ridge. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like John, I think finds Tormund, who's just been like. Fucking shit up. Really yeah. going for it. <laughs> Just spinning around with his axe or whatever. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, all those zombies jump off of the, the cliff, mm. land on the ground, but then, of course, they don't die because they're zombies. Yep. So they get up, start running at them. They all get to the boats. The giant just walks into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Like, Man, I'd have done that way earlier if I were you. <laughs> yep. And uh, th- they're on the boats. The white walkers don't come into the water at all. Mm. It seems like they can't. They just cut. Yeah. Yep. And they all kind of gather at the edge. Mm-hmm. Everything goes real quiet and spooky. It's really cool. I thought this whole thing was really well done because yeah. most of the boats had left way earlier. Yeah. It's this one boat with like the main characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just make it in. They're not even that far from the, the shore. No. And yeah, you're right. Like all the White Walkers are mass on the shoreline and that that main guy with the with the little crown sort of steps out onto the... Onto the edge there. Under the pier. Onto the edge of the pier. And he looks at John, and then he fucking raises his arms like a wrestler. He's yeah, just yeah, won. he does. <laughs> Fuck you, Dallas. <laughs> and all the people who've just been killed start rising, and they're part of their army now. Yeah, which uh, it's, I thought it was really well done. It and was really creepy. And totally. Good. The dude really is just like, look at this shit. Yeah. Look what I can do. You're fucked. And it zooms out, and you see how small the boat is and how few the other boats are. John looks scared. John looks freaking freaked out. Yeah. And then you see thousands and thousands of White Walkers there. It's like, all right. Yeah. We're coming for you. The table's been set. Yep. And we have eaten a meal of two episodes today. Mm. I'm feeling a little full. I'm very full, yeah. So a two-course meal. Oh. Too much for me. <laughs> a third course, a sealed section. I shouldn't, <laughs> but I guess we will. So, if yeah, if this is your first time uh, watching the show and you don't want any spoilers, then drop out now and we'll see you next week. Mm. Otherwise, if you're happy with spoilers, welcome to the seal. So, <laughs> I've got two. Yes. One, Sam, when Ollie comes in, oh, which we didn't talk about him and Ollie. Yeah. Whatever. That was Whatever. a small thing. Yeah. Him and Ollie have that little chat. 
And uh, during that, Sam's like, oh, don't worry about John. Mm. John always comes back. Mm. And he does. He does come back yeah. from- I, that, that chat with Ollie is actually kind of a thing. We, we can do about it next episode in the non-sealed bit. Yeah. Because um, Ollie is basically like, he's going to deal with the wildlings and they killed my family. We weren't fighting them. We weren't involved in the battle or the war. They just came and they slaughtered us. And yeah. I'm really unhappy about and it. And Tormund especially, he was there. Mm. Like, it's not some abstract thing of like, oh, some of the White Walkers are bad. That dude did it. Yep. And Sam completely misunderstands that. It's yes. like, John will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can't, I don't want him to be. I hate the dude. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I'm real. I'm opening up to you. Yeah, I'm really upset about this. I think I'm going to stab John. <laughs> yeah, I think I and might stab him. Like, in the back. no, you don't need to stab him. He'll be alive when he gets back. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, you um, meant to stab the bad guys. You're just a bit confused. <laughs> and uh, one of them mentions those giant ice spiders, which we yeah. haven't seen, but they're in the books. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and then everything else is kind of stuff that gets resolved. By the end of season six, really, other than the White Walkers. I mean, like, the stuff with Daenerys having a bunch of shitty partners, it's like, yeah, because she's going to end up with Jon Snow, the other protagonist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, even though it's her cousin. Mm. Um, the Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about this episode pairing. Yeah. That. Um, yeah, not no, not really. Like, I, I'm... I'm like I said before. I'm much more interested in certain aspects of these storylines than I was the first time through. Yeah, I can certainly appreciate them more, and because we're watching them in pairs, it's like, all right, cool, we're banging through this boring. Totally, stuff. it's all moving quicker. There's not a year gap in between some of them and stuff. Like it's, it, you get like you said, you get through it a lot quicker. It's, I think we're actually getting through it quicker than I thought in terms of like, what happens at the end of this season. Uh, they kill John. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it's like Stannis tries to take Winterfell and loses. Yeah, yeah. See, I actually, th I think that I thought Hardhome was the end of the season. Right, Like, no. I was way off. Thinking again, it was like the big episode. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Obviously, because yeah. it's happened already. It's already happened. We watched it uh, today and we've talked about it already. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's time to go to bed. Yeah, I agree. Good um, night. Good Let's night. leave it recording <laughs> while we sleep. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll uh, yeah, it is kind of late on a Sunday, so we'll uh, maybe we'll do some questions uh, next week. We've got a bunch more, um, and thank you for sending them in. Great. We will. Uh, we do appreciate them, and we'll be uh, addressing them. Yeah, maybe next week. Um, addressing them makes it sound like they're we've done, allegations. Yeah, we've done something <laughs> wrong. Well, we didn't read them this week, and so we're very sorry for it. Um, but yeah, Aria talking to me pod at gmail.com, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just also, you know, tweet at us, whatever. We're on Instagram and all that shit as well. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll see you next week. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.